Introduction of The Sea, Its Stirring Story of Adventure, Peril, and Heroism, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sea, Its Stirring Story of Adventure, Peril, and Heroism, Volume 1, by Frederick Wimper. Introduction the sea one can hardly gaze upon the great ocean without feelings akin to awe and reverence whether viewed from some promontory where the eye seeks in vain another resting-place or when sailing over the deep one looks around on the unbounded expanse of waters the sea must always give rise to ideas of infinite space and indefinable mystery hardly paralleled by anything of the earth itself beneficent in its calmer aspect when the silvery moon lights up the ripples and the good ship scuds along before a favoring breeze terrible in its might when its merciless breakers dash upon some rock-girt coast carrying the gallant bark to destruction or when rising mountains high the spars quiver and snap before the tempest's power it is always grand sublime irresistible the great highway of commerce and source of boundless supplies it is notwithstanding its terrors infinitely more man's friend than his enemy in how great a variety of aspects may it not be viewed the poets have seen in it a type of the infinite and one of the greatest has taken us back to those early days of earth's history when god said let there be firmament amid the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters so he the world built on circumfluous waters calm in wide crystalline ocean water said the great greek lyric poet is the chief of all the ocean covers nearly three-fourths of the surface of our globe earth is its mere offspring the continents and islands have been and still are being elaborated from its depths all in all it has not however been treated fairly at the hands of the poets too many of whom could only see it in its sterner lights young speaks of it as merely a dreadful and tumultuous home of dangers at eternal war with man wide opening and loud roaring still for more ignoring the blessings and benefits it has bestowed so freely forgetting that man is daily becoming more and more its master and that his own country in particular has most successfully conquered the seemingly unconquerable byron again says roll on thou dark and deep blue ocean roll ten thousand fleets sweep over thee in vain man marks the earth with ruin his control stops with the shore upon the watery plain the wrecks are all thy deeds and though this is but the exaggerated and not strictly accurate language of poetry we may with pollock fairly address the great sea as strongest of creation's sons the first impressions produced on most animals not excluding altogether man by the aspect of the ocean are of terror in greater or lesser degree livingstone tells us that he had intended to bring to england from africa a friendly native a man courageous as the lion he had often braved he had never voyaged upon nor even beheld the sea and on board the ship which would have safely borne him to a friendly shore he became delirious and insane though assured of safety and carefully watched he escaped one day and blindly threw himself headlong into the waves the sea terrified him and yet held and drew him 
fascinated as under a spell even at ebb tide says michelet when placid and weary the wave crawls softly on the sand the horse does not recover his courage he trembles and frequently refuses to pass the languishing ripple the dog barks and recoils and according to his manner insults the billows which he fears we are told by a traveller that the dogs of kamchatka though accustomed to the spectacle are not the less terrified and irritated by it in numerous troops they howl through the protracted night against the howling waves and endeavour to outvie in fury the ocean of the north the civilized man's fear is founded it must be admitted on a reasonable knowledge of the ocean so much his friend and yet so often his foe man is not independent of his fellow-man in distant countries nor is it desirable that he should be no land produces all the necessaries and the luxuries which have begun to be considered necessaries sufficient for itself transportation by land is often impracticable or too costly and the ocean thus becomes the great highway of nations vessel after vessel fleet after fleet arrives safely and speedily but as there is danger for man lurking everywhere on land so also is there on the sea the world's wreck chart for one year must as we shall see hereafter be something appalling that for the british empire alone in one year has often exceeded one thousand vessels great and small averaging three years we find that there was an annual loss during that period of one thousand ninety five vessels and one thousand nine hundred fifty two lives nor are the ravages of ocean confined to the engulfment of vessels from rotten coffin ships to splendid ironclads the coasts often bear witness of her fury the history of the sea virtually comprises the history of adventure conquest and commerce in all times and might almost be said to be that of the world itself we cannot think of it without remembering the great voyagers and sea captains the brave naval commanders the pirates rovers and buccaneers of bygone days great sea fights and notable shipwrecks recur to our memory the progress of naval supremacy and the means by which millions of people and countless millions of wealth have been transferred from one part of the earth to another we cannot help thinking too of poor jack and life before the mast whether on the finest vessel of the royal navy or in the worst form of trading ship we recall the famous ships themselves and their careers we remember too the toilers of the sea the fishermen whalers pearl divers and coral gatherers the noble men of the lighthouse lifeboat and coastguard services the horrors of the sea its storms hurricanes whirlpools waterspouts impetuous and treacherous currents rise vividly before our mental vision then there are the inhabitants of the sea to be considered from the tiniest germ of life to the great leviathan or even the doubtful sea serpent and even the lowest depths of the ocean with their mountains valleys plains and luxurious marine vegetation are full of interest while at the same time we irresistibly think of the submerged treasure ships of days gone by and the submarine cables of to-day such are among the subjects we propose to lay before our readers the sea as one great topic must comprise descriptions of life on around and in the ocean the perils mysteries phenomena and poetry of the great deep
the subject is too vast for superfluous detail it would require as many volumes as a grand encyclopedia to do it justice whilst a formal and chronological history would weary the reader at all events the present writer proposes to occasionally gossip and digress and to arrange facts in groups not always following the strict sequence of events the voyage of today may recall that of long ago the discovery made long ago may be traced by successive leaps as it were to its results in the present epoch we can hardly be wrong in believing that this grand subject has an especial interest for the english reader everywhere for the spirit of enterprise enthusiasm and daring which has carried our flag to the uttermost parts of the earth and has made the proud words britannia rules the waves no idle vaunt is shared by a very large proportion of her sons and daughters at home and abroad britain's part in the exploration and settlement of the whole world has been so preeminent that there can be no wonder if among the english-speaking races everywhere a peculiar fascination attaches to the sea and all concerning it countless thousands of books have been devoted to the land not a tithe of the number to the ocean yet the subject is one of almost boundless interest and has a special importance at the present time when so much intelligent attention and humane effort is being put forth to ameliorate the condition of our seafarers end of introduction the sea recording by pete mckelvin